This is Joseph... Oh, I should probably shut my door. Hold on. This is Joseph L. Flatley, and you are listening to Failed State Update. No JG today. Instead of a live stream, I just... Just had a conversation with an interesting guy. Oh, for fuck. Why is my laptop fan the loudest thing in the room? This is all getting a little marginal, as my friend Vincent would say. All right. Failed state update. This is a conversation that I had today with a gentleman named Ravi. It's not his real name. He was targeted by the U.S. government, or we actually don't know who by, using high-tech means. The targeted individual community exists online mostly in this weird kind of liminal space between absurd conspiracy theory and provable conspiracy fact. Um, I've always felt that when talking to these people that we have to take each case individually because we know that high-tech harassment can happen. And even in those cases where I suspect or one might suspect that there is some sort of, you know, neurosis or psychosis at play, I think it's very important to listen to people's stories and just, just listen, you know. We did this before back in... December 2020, we talked to a targeted individual, a woman who believed that someone was targeting her, and it seemed to provoke a lot of uh, conversation and uh, introspection among my listeners, so so we're going to do it again. I get contacted all the time by people who believe that they are being targeted by either corporate actors or government actors or a secret society. But generally, the interview, they always want to do an interview, and generally it never happens for one reason or another. But it all came together this time, so I want to uh, introduce you to Ravi, a 30-year-old tech worker in Silicon Valley, here from India, and I'm I'm just going through his email, follow-up emails to see if there's anything else I should share. And... Ravi wanted me to give give the following kind of prelude. And he, he writes, and I quote, I want people to know that mind control simulation technology is real. I experienced what is popularly called the targeted individual mind control phenomenon. My two cents is that if you are looking for evidence of the U.S. government having such capabilities and using them to brainwash people, please look for stories from people who are victimized by legal immigration enforcement and management. And again, you see, um, I generally haven't been able to find any people that I would say are targeted individuals uh, when we talk about mind control or putting voices in people's heads or whatever. But I definitely agree. If somebody was doing it, it would probably be immigration and law enforcement. I mean, you know, they are they have been called Trump's brown shirts for a reason. 
But I've uh, I've kind of rabbled, rattled on enough. I'll just get to the interview and and look out for a uh, a failed state update live stream with JG Michael and myself uh, coming up in a couple days. You know where to look. And thanks for listening. I cannot speak for somebody's experience. Uh, what I what I read from your article is that there are other people talking about their experiences. So it may so whether their experiences were real or uh, you know maybe are pure pure figment of their imagination is something I can't speak about. Uh, but broadly speaking, my you know let's say gang stalking or this fe- this feeling of somebody uh, uh, like hearing voices, voices that were specific to me, seeing images that were very specific to me. Those are the experiences that I've had that are very, very similar to what the experience that other people may have felt to. So in other words, yes, there are, there is a capability where, uh, there is a technological capability that can uh, that can uh, make this that can that can be done to people and where and in a targeted fashion because I experienced it. How old were you when you began experiencing this harassment, electronic harassment, and what has that experience been like, and how has it affected you? So I specifically don't know when it started, but uh, it sort of felt very apparent in January, since from January 2019. And, uh, and I realized, and even when it was happening, I was attributing to, again, you know, somebody was stalking me or I, I felt like somebody was like, I was like somebody's watching me or like that. But there was a brief moment in uh, around April, May, May 2019, when I realized somebody's controlling me. And it, it's such a surreal feeling. And when you realize that, then, you know, everything that happened till then, you start, re- I started reassessing what has happened until then. And yeah. And it was May 2018 or where I actually realized, yeah, somebody is controlling me. It is not like whatever is happening around me is not, is not, uh, what was ha- whatever was happening to me was not, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, like a one-off thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, My, how were you being controlled? What was happening to you? The moment I realized was, you know, I was trying to finish my assignment, but I was not able to. And uh, it felt like, it literally felt like somebody was controlling me in such a, in such a, what do you call, uh, detailed fashion. And that's when I realized, yeah, they are, 
I was, I kept saying, they are, I don't know who's consoling me and how I was being controlled, but I felt I realized it in around May, June 2019 that, yeah, something else was happening to me. So describe that a little bit. So you, you're going about your daily life and you realize that you just have this sense that what you're do that your actions or your feelings aren't your own, that they're being controlled by somebody else. Is that correct? No, no, no. So, so I don't know since when this was happening, I can't tell you that because I myself don't know, but it came to a point where I was going through, I, I was, I was, in, I was working in a very hostile workplace. Like people around me started acting up <laughs> and, uh, and then it, you know, it, uh, in, uh, and so this, this, the experience that I'm describing is from sometime in 2018, all the way to, March 31st, 2019, where I actually quit my job, where I was actually working in a very hostile workplace. Uh, I felt like I was being targeted, uh, but I didn't know why. <laughs> so, but later, as with the wisdom of hindsight, I think why is, is such a, it's an irrelevant question. I think anybody could be targeted. And, uh, but yeah, uh, what was your question again? Well, um, I'm just trying to get a sense of, you know, how, how this control manifests itself. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, uh, for example, uh, in around December, 2019, I sent an email, I sent a message to my manager saying, I don't know how long I'll be here, but I want you to know that I miss you. And yes, yeah, my parents are visiting. If you send, if, if, uh, like, uh, my intent was to, my intent was to, uh, you know, ask her if she has any positions in her team. But clearly, if she reads it and if she, mis if she misconstrues it as, you know, me trying to quote her, Though that was not my intention, with the with the uh, wisdom of hand, hindsight, I think that act of typing that itself was something I did it without my intention. In the sense, my intention was something else, but I typed something else. So that that intention, that that the typing itself, it was, it was. Uh, that it that itself it was it was controlled. The reason I say this is because, as I said, I'm I'm gay man. I am not attracted to women, but with the wisdom of hindsight, that individual I'm referring to, she she kept pursue like she's one of my tormentor in this in a workplace that was increasingly hostile, mm -hmm. and she kept doing actions that are uh, that that were. Uh, that with the again with the wisdom of hindsight were like she she was she was passing flirty comments that so she was acting in a way that is that that she was showing interest towards me but i wasn't because i'm not attracted to her but the fact that i typed it 
though my intent was something else, but I typed it. So that is mind control. Does that does that make sense? So somehow between your your intent to do something and carrying it through, it got hijacked or altered in a way that the that email. Is right. That is right. That's correct. Yes. And all through this time, I had this. Uh, there is this. Uh, there is this. Uh, what do you call uh, psychiatrist that I've been visiting? His name is Doctor Thomas Howell Jr. He is at El Camino Hospital. Uh, and uh, from January to March 2019, it felt like an overt conversion therapy where he insists, again, I don't know if he did insist because the whole experience felt surreal, but the whole insistent was that I was pursuing her and whatever was happening was mutual when it wasn't because I'm not attracted to women. And during that brief period, I actually did feel attracted to women. It was so surreal. That experience was so surreal. So whoever put me through that thing, uh, you know, if you actually do this to others, then, uh, you know, I don't know what, what I mean is that, yeah, uh, 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 that act of me, uh, typing that to her, I did it without my intention. So in other words, that is mind control or simulation or whatever you call it. Sure. Um, and so you were seeing a, a, a psychiatrist. Um, you you know, have, were you, what brought you to get mental health help and did you, explain that you this feeling or realization that you were being targeted or harassed so um so uh, i reached out to him for adhd medication adderall so i was using adderall at workplace and uh but um that was not the first time uh, in the sense i i got diagnosed right right from school and i and after I got a job, I reached out to him and I, my relationship with this said psychiatrist goes back to the time I actually started working. So, uh, but, uh, but uh, uh, there was a specific moment where he did tell me that, uh, you know, he said, uh, I so you know I felt like my search uh, uh, again. It, it's very hard to describe it. The whole process was. He did tell me, and you know, in, he did say this once that if you see it, um, it he he told me that um, I was doubting that am I schizophrenic based on my experience, and he said he he told me, oh, you're just. Uh, depressed. If you think that somebody is trying to control you, that's schizophrenia. And this is the specific phrase that he used. But uh, based on my experience, uh, uh, as I said, um, during the whole period, I felt like somebody was stalking me. Why would anybody stalk me? But I don't have this feeling now. I go. Through, yeah. I, I felt like when I took a Caltrain, the Caltrain conductor was stalking me. The, 
in, in, in the way she was speaking to me. In a sense, there was this one moment where I forgot to tag and I got a ticket and she said that, you think uh, we didn't notice, you think I, you think the fact that you didn't tag didn't go noticed. And I felt when my con- my conversation with that uh, Caltrain conductor felt very surreal as if she was talking me. But I take Caltrain every day since then. I always speak to the conductor. I don't feel, I don't get the same feeling now. In other words, when that brief, whatever, whenever, when that thing happened, I felt that interaction was somehow, somehow special. In, this, in the sense that I take Caltrain every day, almost every day, and I interact with, uh, with the uh, you know, Caltrain conductor sometimes, and I don't get that feeling now. But when this, during this period, when, when, when I felt it, when I felt that moment of surrealness, I felt that my interactions with that Caltrain conductor was special the sense that where it where it made me feel like she was stalking me or I was being watched. Similarly, I feel that my interactions with the said psychiatrist are irrelevant during that period. Yeah, and uh, this is the best way I could put it. Because I have seen I've been seeing I've been seeing him from 2000, 2016. But uh uh, I felt like he was acting up only from 2018 to until I the last time I saw him. What, what do you mean acting up? In the sense, the conversation felt. I felt like um, it felt like uh, telepathy. In the sense, I didn't. Ha- I don't have to tell people anything. In the sense. Uh, uh, what what do you call it? Let's say um, uh, what do I call it? Uh, I don't have to tell people what I like. People can understand what I'm thinking. Does that make sense? Yeah. And but even if you understand what I'm thinking, you should have some context, right? It felt like he was responding under. It felt like he respond. He was responding, knowing that he had context. Maybe he doesn't know. So, in other words, I felt like everybody knows everything. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Yeah. You know, one more question about um, 
your psychiatrist because I know that that's not what this is about, but I do need to clear this up. Yeah. Um, did you express your experience to him and then, and did he come back with, you know, a possible diagnosis or did you not talk about it with him or like, how did that play out? So in the beginning, I, in the sense, so as, again, as I said, I was experiencing a very hostile workplace and I, and I, in the beginning, where I, uh, where I, um, the, the, the way things happened, it sort of, and, uh, till in the, around December, 2009, I was convinced, uh, to, the 2019 of me was convinced that for some reason that I had schizophrenia based on whatever was happening. And uh, somehow uh, that 2019 me was convinced that uh, that uh, 2019 me had schizophrenia. And around that time, I uh, uh, around in around January 2000, not 2019, 2018 December, me was convinced that I had schizophrenia. And uh, in 2000, uh, in January 19, I went to him and I spoke to him, am I schizophrenic based on the experience I had? And me before, before me explaining further why I think I'm schizophrenic, he told me, you're just depressed. Why didn't you tell me you were depressed? And then he told me that if you think you're not schizophrenic, you're just depressed. If you think somebody is controlling you, then you're schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, and you yeah. think someone was controlling you, right? I realized that in the sense, even when I was, uh, you know, suddenly started feeling attraction towards women, I, I, I was attributing, I thought that my drugs were changed or, uh, or some, or maybe somebody has put something in my in my food, but in in May June two thousand nineteen, there was a brief moment where I realized I was being like this moment where I thought, okay, yeah, I was being controlled because till then I never heard of mind control. I never knew. I never knew why anybody would find me interesting. Like, why would I be a quote unquote target? But yeah, there was a brief moment where I realized, yeah, I was being controlled. And uh, I did tell my, uh, I did confess it to my, uh, I, I reached out to my sister. She, uh, she downplayed it as always saying that uh, it's nothing. But yeah, there was, so I, it was in May, June, 2000, where I realized, yeah, this, I I got us, I I suddenly realized that, yeah, I was being controlled. And then I sort of, uh, uh, reassessing everything that has happened up until till then. It was a surreal experience and, uh, 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 you know, to a brief period, um, to a brief moment, I felt I was special, as I said. Uh, I, and then I felt I was being helped. And then I felt I was, 
and all these feelings of being feel, felt special and then was being taken care of. But then, you know, the wisdom of hindsight, I was targeted and I, uh, and it was so intricately done that, uh, you know, I, I took significant uh, hit on my career, my personal fortune, and I lost everything, man. It's so depressing. And it's, it's uh, in other words, my civil rights were abused and uh, somebody, somebody did it with, the, with impunity and uh, that's all I can say. So at what point, just if you can give me a timeline, like what year did you realize that this was harassment, this was mind control? And how did you begin to ex- research the topic or educate yourself about this? So, um, I mean, uh, uh, I realized that the mind I was actually being controlled in, again, in 2019. And uh, I was trying to look up for mind control technology. And just a simple Google search brought me nothing. Scholarly articles brought me, you know, some project called MK Ultra with CIA. And I actually, you know, I actually reached out to people with the same article. I, I reached out to another individual uh, who... Because even with that article, there is nothing much online that could actually help you understand uh, what this phenomena is. Uh, so there is this individual who was a Green Party candidate. I reached out to her uh, not so long ago with the same thing because she did an interview with some in, some uh, uh, some some lawyer who who written an article about the technology that government agencies possess and uh, uh, and again these these are pure acts of desperation of mine trying to uh, reach out to people to understand what happened and uh, she uh, she responded with uh, uh, an email thread which i couldn't make sense of and again mm-hmm. uh, 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 Saying that thousands of people are going through it, you're not alone. Not just in India, not just in United States, but across the world. And uh, and I didn't believe her, but uh, again, I was again looking through based on those keywords, and then I found a simple Wikipedia page called "Electronic Harassment." I don't know who created it, but my experiences felt very similar to it. And then I realized, yes, if I actually told someone. They would do, and even they would think that I was schizophrenic. And then, yeah, and then I realized that, uh, again, these are looking for keywords, right? Until then, I didn't realize what a targeted individual is. And then I looked up what a targeted individual is, and then I found a bunch of Quora articles. But to be honest, mostly it felt very, uh, what do you call when I read through it, it not all felt people. I don't want to say it, but I, but I, I'm going to say I. Like, it felt like people who were writing it were going through some trauma, and uh, so. But 
a realized targeted individual is actually a phenomenon. So, yeah, uh, but I cannot uh, say that the experience I had are exactly similar to what they say they have. But during this period where I actually went through it, I did feel like I was being stopped, but I don't feel it anymore. And I did feel like uh, somebody was controlling me. I don't know if I'm being controlled anymore right now, but uh, it was such a sudden, it was such a, when I felt like somebody was controlling me, it was, it was, it was a moment, it was so subtle, yeah. so subtle that you realize, oh, they are controlled. It was so intricate that there is mind control that, you know, somebody is controlling me. So um, tell me kind of specifically some other examples were you hearing voices or seeing images? Oh, yeah, I, did, I did. I did in the sense uh, I did. hear. So uh, uh, um, I was moving from one team to another within Google and, uh, and then I hear, uh, and then I hear, and one, one day I, I just sleep in a bedroom and I hear that they are testing for your Python. I know why it is very important for me. I don't want to tell you why, but, but yes, uh, in, in other words, I did hear voices. These are specific voices. And I did see images that were very specific to me. In the sense, I, only I will be able to understand why those images were, in other words, uh, only I would be able to understand why those, why those uh, images are relevant, but it felt so surreal. That moment when this happened, it felt so surreal. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, explain it a little better. So you're in bed and you yeah. start, Receiving. So I hear a, I, so I heard a tiny whisper of some like uh, uh, I heard a I heard a tiny whisper saying that uh, they're trying to test your Python skills and uh, and that's the Python programming language. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you you I use know, that yeah, I know, yeah, I I know why it is relevant. I know why. Uh, why uh, at that moment, why it was relevant. But I had that experience uh, and, uh, and, and yes, I did hear voices and I, I heard voice then and I saw images after. So. What were the images? The, the images had my colleague. I saw my colleague, and he was telling me something that is uh, about uh, again. Uh, it's very. It, it, it's not personal that I can't share, but it is very context specific. Yeah, but, but you were you were getting information about that is true. Yeah, it's, it's not surreal. I, so, in other words, in other words. Let's say, for example, this person actually created a video of himself uh, sending me a message and then somehow uploaded it to a system. And then th 
that system uh, transmitted a message to my head. But realistically, that's not possible. Realistically, that's not possible. Nisil, why would he have so much time to create a video of himself transmitting a message to me? But that's how I, in other words, if I, if I, uh, if I think about how, let's say, for example, this, me seeing that image is real. How, how would that be realistically be possible? That is somebody actually have to create a video of himself doing it and then upload it to, through some machine that will transmit to, that has a capacity to transmit, to send targeted signals to me. But yeah, why would he have time? But that's how it felt like. You know, um, a lot of targeted individuals I've spoken to, yeah. you know, often the scope of the harassment will get really big. Like it won't just be work. It'll be, you know, people coming up to them in the street. Or- oh, yeah, yeah. I did feel, as I said, you know, I felt like I was being like, I, I'm, um, I felt like I was having conversations with a taxi driver that was very relevant only to me as if mm-hmm. she's, she knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, I did feel so during that. I did, I did. Yeah, I'm not just. Uh, I did go through that. Yeah, like who, I'm talking about technical capability. Yeah, was this? I mean, did this happen all the time? Like when you left the house, would you just constantly be experiencing this harassment, or did it come and go? So, so during that moment, uh, uh, I was. I felt like somebody is uh, recording whatever my conversations or somebody is, uh, uh, yeah, somebody was recording my conversations. I felt like somebody was recording my conversations when in, in, at my house. So I was wondering who could record a conversation. My house, I was actually living in a, like, you know, tiny one, tiny studio with uh, just one window. I was like, there is nothing in this room that is out of my sight, which could be used for recording. Where, where, where could somebody put a recorder? And I was looking around and I saw a fire alarm. Could there be a recorder placed inside? So I picked up and I started opening it. I couldn't open it. I just left it. And the next day I come in and, uh, and uh, the next day I come in, that recording goes missing. In the sense, these are the, like somebody is... I don't know, and, and the recording go and, and that uh, what that uh, thing goes missing, and I the smoke alarm went missing. The, yeah, this yeah the the smoke the the smoke alarm it goes missing, and uh, I and I go and ask my uh, landlord where is the smoke alarm. He said he doesn't know it. When I persist on where exactly it is, he brings it out to me. Now, in a sense, it is harassment, and it and uh, but it felt so surreal. Listen, somebody has to call my uh, yeah. And how do I put it? Yeah, and then smokes. In, in, in other words, a concerted effort to break my psyche, make me question my own sanity. 
now did my did my uh landlord actually do it like like did somebody actually call my landlord and uh, told him remove that thing and all i don't know maybe somebody did or somebody didn't but there were an event there were uh, a set of events that have happened where it felt like li- it felt like living hell how long did this go on man it uh so i was i i i felt like i was being targeted targeted without knowing before that but i don't know why uh, in sense this feeling of surrealness about uh about uh about uh, you know again uh, i got about, about uh, gang stalking or this this feeling of in other words i'll just use the word this feeling of surrealness started from january up until up until uh, like january 2019 to january 2021 19 to 20 22 years so you had two years this a two year period of this really kind of like and after but yeah but but, but that was like the con- so express intense. yeah the intense training. oh yeah um, training and uh, i mean uh, i don't know how to put it how and did yeah, it affect your work you said you ended up losing your job and your your fortune no in the sense the first time in april 2009 in april 2019 uh, I, i was a top performer but in 2019 uh the the situations were so that i had to quit by myself even though i didn't want to mm-hmm. and then i i was rehired and then i reached um, i don't know uh, and then i was rehired uh, and i i felt an intuition that i reach out to this uh uh this lady and so sorry um, and then i was re- uh, I, what i'm trying to say is that detail is irrelevant i reached out to uh sorry not reach out but i i i re- was rehired by another another uh vendor again at google uh uh in march 2020 and uh march 2020 uh under extreme duress without my again uh, without my clear consent in the sense uh, and then uh you were hired without your consent in the sense i i went through the process but then it felt so uh, you know seeing that I mean, knowing that you you working like uh, when i i agreed that i'm, I'm uh, I did I went through the whole interview process again uh, I was so sadistically I was given the same period that I was I, I was when I was fired where I was where I I thought okay I'll agree for the period and then when I opened the laptop and see that people one of some of the people who I thought took part in this events were promoted and you know the change like it felt like only my life was affected but nobody else's life was 
and that moment i felt i don't want to join the same company why do i how why do i want to be going to the same company meeting the same people who at that moment i felt were harassing me so but right. i yeah and then i got calls from my parents and my and and people who i and and some people in india saying that you know you have they forward like um who asked me to join the company if you want a work visa join the company so i did in the sense in other words uh, uh my options were either to join the company or you know just forget about everything and just leave the country the reason i stayed for so long is i was stupidly hoping that i was somehow special and my experience was special and there would be somebody out there who can actually help me bring a case against whoever i thought was harassing me but i realized there were thousands of people who are actually going through the same shit yeah so what is your next step now that oh. you realize that um, it feels very depressing in the sense uh, uh i have a complaint with dfh and i have some sense of understanding of who actually did this to me and uh and dfeh that's department of fair employment and housing they will do nothing much here i was i'll tell you i'll be very honest for the brief period of time i i i felt like committing a crime i felt like uh, uh uh you know trying to avenge what happened to me but uh, again in vain i mean i'm in a situation where i don't know what or and i don't feel like that anymore knowing that there are so many people actually went through it but uh, my understanding is i have some sense of uh, like uh, uh the only thing i can do is reach out to uh uh different departments who can actually uh take up aspects of the matter that actually uh, aspects of uh, the harassment that i went through so uh, yeah. yeah i mean to your answer what your next step it is i mean even i don't know i mean i'm in such a depressed situation uh of do of not my doing even for me to seek new work authorization or new work i kept losing stuff and this since i lost my social security card i lost my passport so things like this uh it's it's a depressing thing uh i i don't know how to put it <laughs> 